Hey friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. This is episode 222, and in honor of spooky season and Halloween weekend, I thought it would be helpful if we revisited the hot topic of sugar and sugar addiction. This episode is for you if you've ever felt out of control around sugar. If you have, know you're not alone. I have this conversation regularly with clients, family members, and people on the gram. Today, I will break down some of the science behind sugar, sugar addiction, food addiction, but ultimately help you with some action steps to feel more calm, more confident around food. And if you're ready to dive deeper, be sure to join my free five-day sugar challenge. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash sugar. We'll put the link in the show notes and disclaimer, if you're new here, this is not a detox. The five-day sugar challenge is actually the opposite. It's more of a five-step game plan to help you feel less triggered by sweets. Also, side note, I just got back from She Podcast Live, which was a live podcasting conference for female and female-identifying podcasters from all across the country. It was so much fun. I went with my bestie, Lauren, and if you're an OG listener, you know that she is my business bestie and the main reason. Fit Friends Happy Hour exists. She now teaches others how to launch and manage their own podcasts. I am starting to plan out topics and guest interviews for 2022. I know, crazy time. Can you believe it? That we're almost the end of October. But I would love your thoughts. I mean, this podcast is for you. So if you have a certain topic or a guest that you want covered, send us an email, fitfriendshappyhour at gmail.com or just DM me on Instagram and we will make it happen. All I got to say is though, I am so fired up for what's to come with the podcast. Love you, love this community and everything we've built. We've done it together. All right, on to the show. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Let's jump right into it. Let's look at the research. Start by looking at the science. And I've, of course, as always, I will link to any articles that we talk about in today's episode in the show notes. If you want to nerd out, you want to look at it for yourself, by all means, go for it. But one of my goals in the work that I do is to help break down the science, to help you know, okay, this is the new research. This is what came out. What does that mean to you? How can you apply it to your own life? Or how can you take this information, maybe contradictory to things you've read elsewhere? And how can you make a decision that feels right to you? So this particular review of the literature that we're looking at today, it's basically a research article that looks at all the different types of research articles out there and reviews them over the years in order to draw conclusions. Food addiction seems like a real thing because, quote, brain pathways that evolved to respond to natural rewards are also activated by addictive drugs. Sugar 
is noteworthy as a substance that releases opioids and dopamine and thus might be expected to have addictive potential, end quote. So this review of the literature, the results were from 2016. This is what it said, quote, we find little evidence to support sugar addiction in humans and findings from the animal literature suggest that addiction-like behaviors, such as binging, occur only in the context of intermittent access to sugar. These behaviors likely arise from intermittent access to sweet tasting or highly palatable foods, not the neurochemical effects of sugar, end quote. So what does this mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this and break it down a little more, but I want to give you it word for word because I think it's really interesting to hear, okay, what does it actually say? So in conclusion, it said, given the lack of evidence supporting it, we argue against a premature incorporation of sugar addiction into the scientific literature and public policy recommendations. So basically in the study, they were studying rats or the study that they were evaluating. The rats did show those similar pathways of the brain that light up, but what is not usually highlighted is the fact that these rats were starved. So when they say intermittent access, it means they were starved, they were restricted. And so that's what a lot of times these articles that you see out on the internet or on social media, they don't tell you the whole piece of the story, the whole piece of what was actually researched. So of course, if these rats were starved, no duh, they binged on sugar. That would be the same with any type of food. Now, I'm not saying that sugar is healthy, but to say it is addictive just creates more fear and reinforces rules that we know lead to stress or restriction around food, which is probably more detrimental to our health than just eating the dang cookie. Now, I could not find another review study outside of this one reference from 2016. However, I did stumble upon a 2021 research study that ultimately said there's still not enough research to support food, specifically sugar being addictive. And that's what I was looking for. If you haven't taken that away, if I haven't made that clear, my goal of today's episode was like, let's revisit. Is there any updated research on this, you know, food addiction or sugar addiction, especially given the holidays. So this 2021 research study said, given the complexity of the controls of food intake in humans, we question the usefulness of the addiction model in dissecting the causes and effects of sweet food overconsumptions. So the takeaways from that, that I want you to know and recognize and understand is that the current research out there a lot of it is in rats and animal studies. You are not a rat. So you might consider doing your own science experiment. And you can do this with any type of information that you learn, that you read. Um, I do this a lot with my clients in the one-on-one work. We basically, if there's a food rule that they have, we'll use sugar, for example. You know, I have a client who comes to me and says, I am addicted to sugar. I feel out of control around sugar. And we take a look back and we peel that back. What does that mean? What does that look like to you? What's the truth? Where does that come from? And ultimately what we find is that they have a pattern of once they put sugar or these foods off limits, it feels like they're addicted once they finally have access to it. But what we find is that 
when we can number one, understand the patterns, understand the triggers, understand that restriction leads to binging, restriction leads to overeating, we start to give permission. We start to give access, not just physical access to the candy or whatever it is, but mental access to whatever it is. You can eat whatever you want as much as you want, whenever, whatever. And that's a really hard concept to wrap your head around. But what we find is when my clients, for example, are allowed to have candy in the house, over time, that urgency, that feeling of chaos, restriction, it goes away. And they forget that the sugar's even there. They forget that the cookies are there or they know it's there, but it doesn't really sound good. That's not what they want. So if you feel, if listening to this, you still are convicted that I, I, I just feel out of control. I feel that when I eat more sugar, I crave more sugar. Consider doing your own experiment. I invite you to join our five-day sugar challenge opposite what you're used to. Instead, you're going to have the option to eat sugar every freaking day. Yes, I know, right? Who is this Looney Tune dietitian? But I'm going to give you daily tips, daily exercises to understand why it is that you're so obsessed and to help you heal your relationship with food. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash sugar to join. Like I said, I'll send you emails. It'll keep you on, on the path and just learn more. You know, if anything, if anything that you take away from this episode, I hope you just get a little more curious and know that you can be trusted around food. You can feel empowered and confident around food and in turn your body and your health. I will link to all the articles and more resources in the show notes. So I invite you to check them out. Also, just so you know, Halloween candy is now 50% off on this Monday. So you're welcome. Go get that for your, your experiment. For me personally, it's the Reese's. It is the gummy type candy or Reese's like Hershey's Kiss. I can do without. So I'm curious if you participate in the Facebook group by posting your favorite candy, by joining our five-day sugar challenge, we'll be giving out some free prizes. So the link to join our Facebook community is in the show notes as well. And do your research. You are the best science experiment on yourself. You are the expert at your own body. All right, guys, have a happy Halloween. We'll talk next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.